0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Hong Kong's first national security convict is jailed for nine years. Officials welcome the sentence, but a legal scholar warns it will have a chilling effect. And she bought swims to silver again, but her Tokyo campaign comes to an early close. Former waiter Tong Yin Kit has been jailed for nine years after the High Court ruled earlier this week that he was a terrorist who incited fellow Hong Kongers to split the city from the rest of China. He is the first person sentenced for breaching the national security law. Jimmy Choi reports.
1: Following a 15-day trial without a jury, three national security judges convicted Tong of terrorism and inciting secession. On July the 1st last year, he drove a motorbike into a group of police officers while carrying a protest flag that read, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times. The court said it considers his nine-year prison term should sufficiently reflect his culpability and society's abhorrence of his actions, while at the same time it should achieve the deterrent effect required. Tong's secession offence was of a serious nature, warranting a jail term of between five and ten years, the judges said. But they also said it wasn't the worst case of its kind, and while the liberate slogan called for the separation of Hong Kong from China, no elaborate plan on how to do this was conveyed to the public. On a terrorism offence, they said Tong's acts were pre-planned and his driving meant that his motorcycle was a lethal weapon. They also said the injuries the police officers suffered when Tong crashed into them were not minor at all, but they were also not serious. Tong, who's 24, carried out his offences just hours after the Beijing imposed national security law came into effect last year. His acts caused grave harm to society and were aimed at intimidating the public in order to pursue a political agenda, the court ruled. It said his crashing into the police will have certainly instilled a sense of fear among law-abiding members of the public who would have worried that society was breaking down into lawlessness. Tong's defence lawyer said during a mitigation hearing that his client had only been poking fun at the police and he didn't mean to hurt anyone.
0: Tong's legal team say they plan to appeal against the conviction and the sentence. The security secretary, Chris Tang says law-abiding citizens and people who don't want to endanger in national security wouldn't use the protest slogan.
1: We will go back and forward study about the uh, judgment and then we will decide about the next course of action. Regarding the slogan used by the defendant, I think it is being uh, clearly stated by the court that it may have the meaning of independence of Hong Kong and it may also have the meaning of asking Hong Kong to be separated from the mainland China.
0: A Hong Kong law fellow at Georgetown University's Centre for Asian Law, Eric Lai, said the sentence would have a chilling effect.
2: This heavy sentence will certainly create a deterrent effect to those who still want to express their dissenting opinions to the political environment or political systems in Hong Kong for certain. But it also gives uh, implications to civil society, including the press, including public commentators or even uh, politicians, that they now have to mind their words or they have to bear the legal consequences.
0: Swimmer Shibon Hai has announced she won't go for a third Olympic medal after her spectacular silver in today's 100 metres freestyle. She had qualified for the semi-final of the 50 metres free, but confirmed tonight that she was pulling out, citing back pain. Her chances of a relay medal also came to an end tonight with the Hong Kong team of Hai, Toto Wong, Jamie Yeung and Camille Chang, finishing 7th in the 4 x 100 meters medley heat. Ho former coach at the South China Athletics Association, Coleman Wong, described her Olympic achievements as unreal.
2: So amazed to see a girl achieve her childhood dream to become an Olympian and also get a medal in the most difficult event like 103 and 23 now. Everyone see now like she just done some amazing things just now, you know, just unbelievable. I know it's coming but it looked like it's not real but now she's she it is so
0: fantastic. Eight-year-old Allison was watching today's final at a shopping mall.
3: I am here today with my dad to watch the Olympics. Why? Do you love swimming? Yes, I like swimming, but then because my dad and mom also wanted to watch swimming. My dad and mom said she is very good at swimming.
0: The weather, mainly cloudy with occasional showers and a few thunderstorms. Showers will be heavier in some areas in the morning tomorrow. Temperatures between 26 and 30 degrees. And lots more showers and thunderstorms to come on Sunday and into the next week. Temperature now 29 degrees, humidity 84%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Police say they've arrested a 40-year-old man on suspicion of insulting the national anthem as crowds of people gathered in the shopping mall to watch an Olympic broadcast. Violet Wong reports.
3: Officers alleged that the suspect, who told them he was a journalist, waved a colonial flag and incited others to boo and slogans when the March of the Volunteers was played during a televised medal ceremony on Monday evening. Large numbers of people had been at the APM mall in Kuntong to see Hong Kong fencer Chung Ka Long defeat defending champion Daniel Garosso with Italy in the men's foil final. Police said they arrested their suspect in the Quieting Ting area and seized 10 colonial flags. Acting Superintendent Kwok Ching-yi said the arrest was made after officers studied CCTV and online videos of the alleged booing. The arrested person um, at the material times was holding a Hong Kong colonial flat, um, did some gestures including booed and chanted with others some slogans and as well as we consider some of the circumstances and and situation in the shopping mall that led to his arrest. Legislation making it a criminal offence to mock the anthem came into effect on June the 12th last year. Offenders risk fines of up to $50,000 and three years in prison.
0: The security secretary Chris Tangs called on former Apple Daily workers to inform the authorities if they saw any national security breaches or other illegal acts during their time with the newspaper, suggesting the media outlet hadn't treated its staff very well. Priscilla Ong reports.
4: Speaking to reporters after attending an event, Chris Tang accused the paper of escaping its responsibility to pay staff their final wages when it closed down last month, saying that only the month before, the company had stated it had assets of around $300 million. The security chief questioned why the firm did not make use of $150 million that was repaid to Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai, rather than asking his bureau to release $18 million in assets frozen during a national security probe into the newspaper. Mr. Lai is himself a national security suspect, and his personal assets have also been frozen. It's Apple Daily's responsibility to pay staff wages. It's giving us an impression that Apple Daily is using all sorts of ways to not pay them for their hard work. I think this is irresponsible, Mr. Tang said, adding that all friends from Apple Daily should report to the police if they suspect the firm had been engaged in illegal acts or national security violations. Apple Daily had blamed the assets freeze for having to cease operations in June. Several of its top executives have been charged with conspiracy to collude with foreign forces, a charge Jimmy Lai also faces.
0: Hong Kong's economic recovery eased slightly in the second quarter as export growth slowed. Second quarter GDP was up 7.5% year-on-year, year, down from 8% in the first quarter. First half GDP was up 7.8% year-on-year. The government said recovery was uneven, with exports robust but tourism in the doldrums and consumption reviving slowly. Tommy Wu is lead economist at Oxford Economics. I think the private consumption and domestic demand, generally speaking, is improving on a a steady pace, whereas for export
5: of goods, because we have seen a spectacular first quarter which grew by
1: thirty percent or so year on year.
0: So it's kind of you know natural to see a lower year on year growth in in the second quarter for goods exports. There are headwinds facing external demand, including global supply chains bottlenecks and also the spread of the Delta variant across the world. The operator of a nuclear power plant 140 kilometers from Hong Kong has closed down one of its reactors due to damage. But as Violet Wong reports, they say there's no major safety risk at the Taishan facility.
3: In a statement posted online, China General Nuclear Power Group said the decision to close the unit followed lengthy conversations between local technicians and colleagues from its French partner. It said a small amount of fuel damage had been found in Unit 1 and the situation was completely under control. Engineers will now find the cause of fuel damage and replace the damaged fuel. Mainland authorities blamed damage to the fuel rods for a buildup of radioactive gases at the plant, but they say the damage was inevitable due to factors including fuel manufacturing and transportation. A slight uptick in radiation has been detected near the plant, but experts say it is within the normal range of environmental radiation levels in Guangdong.
0: Property developers are dangling the prospect of another flat giveaway in a bid to boost the city's vaccination rate. Violet Wong has details.
3: Sino Group's Ng Tang Fong Charitable Foundation and Chinese Estates Holdings are already offering a one-bedroom flat worth nearly $11 million and a lottery open to permanent adult residents who've received both doses of the COVID jab by September 1. The now they say they'll hold another lucky draw for a $12 million flat, but only if 5 million residents get their first dose of the vaccine by the end of September. It's also at the Grand Central Development in Kuntong and has a floor area of 468 square feet. People who signed up but don't win the first flight when the lucky draw is held on September the 8th will automatically be pushed into the port for the second lottery. Those who've only received one dose of the vaccine may sign up for that draw between September the 2nd and 30th.
0: Government figures show that 3.16 million people have had their first dose of the COVID jab so far. Health officials have reported two imported Covid infections involving two men who were asymptomatic and arrived from Switzerland and the United States. The Centre for Health Protection said both men had received two doses of the BioNTech vaccine between March and May. Overseas the Prime Minister of Japan, Yoshihide Suga, says Covid-19 is spreading through his country with unprecedented speed, with the Delta variant now the major factor behind the latest wave. He declared a coronavirus state of emergency in four more Japanese prefectures. The BBC's Marikooi is in Tokyo.
4: Tokyo has been under the state of emergency for about two weeks now. Uh, We've been hearing from the IOC, government officials and so on, emphasizing that this uh, latest surge has nothing to do with the Olympics. Some of them uh, seem to imply that it's because of young people who are not listening to the government's request to stay at home and go out drinking uh, to the bars, which are supposed to be closed at 8 o'clock, but not. And also, those young people have been encouraged to get vaccinated, even though there aren't enough jabs to go around, for those in their
0: 20s and 30s. An assessment from South Korea's central bank says North Korea's economy has suffered its sharpest decline in more than 20 years due to harsh Covid restrictions and continuing UN sanctions. The BBC's Celia Hatton has the details.
4: The reclusive country does not release its own economic figures, leaving South Korea's central bank to offer the most reliable assessment of its neighbor's finances. The Bank of Korea said the North's economy contracted 4.5% last year, reducing it to levels of poverty not seen since it suffered a famine in the 1990s. North Korea was already experiencing the effects of continued UN sanctions, punishment for its nuclear weapons production. But its economic decline has been compounded by Pyongyang's pandemic decision to shut its borders with China.
0: Back at the Olympics, the first athletics medal has gone to Suleiman Borrego from Ethiopia. He won the men's 10,000 metres gold medal. And now it's time for a look at the latest transfer news in the English Premier League with the BBC's John Bennett.
2: Here are some of the week's biggest transfer stories from the English Premier League. Manchester United have reached an agreement with Real Madrid to sign experienced defender Rafael Varane. The initial fee of 34 million pounds could rise to 42 million pounds. Varane has agreed terms on a four-year contract with the option for another 12 months. United said the transfer would be completed subject to a medical. Varane's a World Cup winner with France and won the Champions League four times with Real. United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has described him as one of the most respected centre-backs in the world. The centre-back leaving the Premier League is Toby Alderweireld, who has joined Al Hale in Qatar from Tottenham. The Belgian made 236 appearances for Spurs after joining from Atletico Madrid. Meanwhile, Crystal Palace have signed Denmark defender Joachim Anderson on a five-year contract from French club Lyon. The 25-year-old spent last season on loan at Fulham. And another player who was in the Fulham team last season, Paris Saint-Germain goalkeeper Alphonse Arriola, is joining West Ham United on a season-long loan. Meanwhile, Chelsea midfielder Conor Gallagher is joining Crystal Palace, also on a season-long loan. Those are some of the week's biggest transfer stories from the English Premier League. The BBC's John
0: Bennett there with that update. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Hong Kong's first national security convict, Tong Yin Kit, is jailed for nine years. Officials welcome the sentence, but a legal, legal scholar warns it will have a chilling effect. And Shibun Hai swims to silver again. But her Tokyo campaign is coming to an early close. The news from RGHK. RTHK.
5: baby of three. skies, smiling at me. In the dome, Nothing but blue sky. It's mellow, blue. I see blue sky, blue sky. Blue, blue birds singing a song. Nothing but blue. Birds. Want, they don't. All day long. But blue skies Overhead
2: Sinatra and blue skies, as has been traditional these past few Fridays. It's our big band night, 11:15 uh, at least through until midnight. Then at five past, as usual. Of course, we're all aboard.
3: A sentimental journey as we continue with Ella Fitzgerald.
5: It's too darn hot. It's too darn hot. I'd like to sup with my baby tonight. With my baby tonight I'd like to Sup with my baby tonight Refill the cup with my baby Tonight, but I ain't up To my baby tonight Cause it's too darn hot It's too darn Hot It's too darn hot I'd like to cool With my baby tonight And pitch the woo With my baby tonight I'd like to coo with my baby tonight And pitch the woo with my baby tonight But brother, you fight my baby tonight Cause it's too darn hot According to the Kinsey Report Every average man you know Much prefers his lovey-dovey to court When the temperature is low When the thermometer goes way up and the weather is sizzling hot, Mr. Pants for romance is not.